freeing to not have to shampoo. Well, not yeah. have to think. To not come to terms with the fact that my hair is receding. And just be like, no, it's gone. It's, it was never it's just, there. I don't even have hair. I don't even like hair. Didn't even Who have has it? hair? Nobody does. <laughs> Especially because it's not, I don't even like it. I certainly won't have it. But yeah, now it's. It looks like good. McAvoy now. I did. That's yeah, exactly. You do. I, I sat there watching it and I'm like, God, this was on purpose. <laughs> yeah, you look like. Uh, what's his name? Which one of them? Which one of them do I look like, Kevin. Don? Nah, there's only the okay, one. Okay, Kevin's all right. There's Kevin's only one. A fine one. Kevin like Crumley. Gil. Is, that right. is it Crum or Crumley? Crum. Crum. Kevin Crum. Yeah. Also, like, what a fucking... Uh, Kevin Wimbley. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Wimbley Timbley. It's just like a fake name. Get it's your like wand a- out. <laughs> Honestly, I don't... Are we going to start talking about this movie or are we going to talk about other stuff first? We talk, uh, I guess we'll talk about The Long Journey Home. What is that? Uh, was, the dog thing? No, well, oh yeah, holy shit! I guess that was a thing. A dog's journey. Sorry, excuse me. Not a. I not spent the, this whole time. Like I saw that this movie was coming. Incredible out. journey. Yes. Homeward the, bound. No. No. Oh. You would think different thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very extremely different. About right. Yeah, we talking. Oh, yeah, I didn't mean. I meant to mention to you. This is actually not about glass. This is not about, about glass. No, we're going to talk about. That's homeward the name bound. of the podcast. All right. Glass. This is a themed episode. Animals returning. Yeah. <laughs> and also. Uh, ending the Unbreakable Trilogy with Mr. Glass. But that's sort of at the end there. Yeah, that's kind of... Hmm. Dude. Okay. I feel very upset. About the dog movie? I mean, no, I just came out of... You can't. Out of you, glass. Okay. you cannot help yourself. Let's go into glass. That's I'm fine. not... I'm just... Yeah, I, I'm coming in with the energy of I literally just walked out of the theater. Are we going to do introductions first? Who cares? Yeah, we will. Welcome to Reasonable Beef. My name is Tim <laughs> Kish. Uh, I'm here with y- you. It's me, Dom. It's I'm here. I'm always here. Good friend. Yeah. And who's here? Who's our joining us today? Jamie Costa, Jamie. that's him, friend of Dom and now of you. There we go. Everybody cool. here. Nick. Friend of the beef. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm friend of the beef. You are now as soon as you come on. Yeah. You, you just retur- refer to us collectively as the beef. The beef, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's over the it's beef's the house. Horde. It's the it's horde. Said, the yeah, horde is, is the, the beef. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> the beef no longer believes. <laughs> <laughs> They need to kneel. <laughs> yeah, God. I hate it. Jamie, what do you do? I, I do all <laughs> kinds of mischief, man. You, you know do. what I do. Yeah, he's an you? actor. I play with you sometimes. He with plays with me sometimes. Zach King. and Yeah, um, yeah I'm an actor, voiceover guy. and Yeah. Do impressions. He does impressions. It's a great, like, yeah, what do I do? I play with Dom sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And I, I act, do some They pay me to play with Dom. Yeah. Once in a while, I'll, play, I'll kick a ball around yeah. with Dom. <laughs> Just don't even tell them who Dom is. Him, as long as I keep him from crying. Yeah. yeah. He plays with me Mr. Glass style. He, like, sets up elaborate, yeah. years-long <laughs> missions to... I see what Dom's capable of. I always knew you could do a standing backflip. Dom, you You've are only using 1%. Yeah, I'm only using 1%. So can we address the elephant in the room? Uh, the fact that Bruce Willis was there he for was a little bit maybe forgettable like four in this hours window. of filming, oh, certainly. and they just like entirely phoned at every last bit of dialogue in. Oh, certainly. Uh, <laughs> he didn't I, care. I just watched the other day Unbreakable because I love it. Mm-hmm. it was watching it with people who haven't seen it before. Good. I've seen it obviously a million times. As we've said on Beef before, Unbreakable changed my life a little bit. It's it was the soft. first thing I ever watched that took superpowers in like a true serious way. It was pre-Heroes. It was pre... Mm-hmm. Even the X-Men movies at that point were, were still being like... Definitely. Goofy. And weirdly, weirdly prescient and kind of like a an analysis of the, the whole superhero concept before that became like an ever-present totally. part of our lives. Um, This... Go ahead, please. Well, no, I was, yeah, it's just, it just seemed like it was able to do so many other themes too, explore so many other things totally. too with that. Mm-hmm. Um, Unbreakable is a... We, uh, is a un, 
I would say unappreciated actual movie. Yeah. Where like it's it's got the it's got the M Night thing. It's the weird like forgotten middle child of M Night Shyamalan's first few movies, and like a lot of people don't even really like know what it is or know that it happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've explained it to people who are who are very big. Yeah, it's usually big. Sixth Sense and then Signs. Yeah. Are usually people yeah. think that that's the yeah yeah and um. I think I knew I knew when this was going to happen. I knew in Glass when they said they're doing it. I knew when the end of Split, a movie that has zero semblance to any movie I've ever liked. Yeah. <laughs> at the end of it, they go, and also Bruce Willis is there from your favorite thing. Yeah. And I went, oh, no. Well, I think actually the words were... What the, the what fuck? the fuck out loud very yeah. loud. I am more excited swear at it. I I was pretty yeah. I was pumped. Yeah, I was too, but it was because it felt like it was only for me. I was like I'm the only person who cares and obviously you as well because you you we were talking a little bit. You like M Night and you're you're well, a big like, I like yeah, I like classic movie stuff. fan yeah. kind of thing where it's like it's got that wholesome Unbreakable feels like a movie, like a cinematic. It feels like a it is. Tr- it, like a movie's movie, and mm-hmm. it's heavy, and it takes its time, and it's yet, meditative. It, yet somehow keeps it intimate. Um, and it's bizarre that then now we have. I don't understand. I truly don't understand how someone gets less able to be subtle as they get older. I don't really know what happens there. It makes no sense to me, especially watching Unbreakable and this so close together. I don't know how in Unbreakable you can have. This these li- these tirades of dialogue of like um, these are comic book heroes and they like do this and that and in the comics it would always be the villain who has the larger eyes and and, and it doesn't feel it feels kind of sincere it feels like it feels a uh, like poetic in a way when they're right. talking about it in the first one and then somehow this dude who's had from that point about twenty years to mature and grow as a man and as a filmmaker and as a writer has somehow gotten to the point where then it's like. Well, we're unveiling the new big building today, and <laughs> when the, the big building's gonna go up, and who knows what might happen? And yeah, I'm like, but, but what? Like, look, at the same time, that is a quintessential superhero trope, and this is doing the thing where I, I guess at at the very core of this, the conceit is that superhero, the comic books, to some extent, are the world's history. Um, I, yeah, sure, but that's that and, and like, point and starts how to much, how not much make it, sense. Do you want to do want to give to the fact that these are just not prescient thoughtful thoughts anymore these are things that have been ruminated over on internet forums for literally the last 20 years since the year 2000 yeah uh, and it's just kind of like old hat at this point it, the, the, i think that the main issue with this movie at its core first of all no one to root for i don't know who the like no, the main that, character so, of this is so this is the difference between the other two is that you don't follow one person even though you're supposed to be following i guess glass because right. it's his movie but yeah, the other one was split, so it's McAvoy's. Or I guess we actually followed the girl in that one. Mm-hmm. And then in the first one, we follow Bruce. Um, yeah, you know, th- those are, we walk with them. They should have called this one split because that this was one, what my focus was doing. Honestly, hello. That's actually a good point. Uh, but that, and also uh, uh, Anya Taylor Joy coming back as this. I, I'm, I have so many thoughts, and they're running in so many different directions. So I'm going to stick with the superhero but, thing. Very at the very at the very very core of what he's trying to get at. I think that everything that this movie is trying to say about its subject matter has literally been said before in other things. To and an extent, I think because we're so tuned into that, we see like these the the monologues at the end seem a lot more droning than than maybe they they are written. Yeah, I think so. I, I think don't know. so. Maybe I'm just giving but, it the benefit of the doubt. I also think, though, that, like, there are cool little ideas. I would say the central premise of this, the central premise of we're going to take 
this superhero thing and this thing that was a horror movie and then it ends with a true supernatural being coming out of a person and like climbing walls and ripping people apart and bending mm-hmm. bars. And now we're going to like sit down with all three of them and make you say, did that, was that true? <laughs> like, and I think that's like neat. I do. I, yeah, and there was, there were parts, I think audience, when they sure. were like in the actual facility, I, there were, there was enough moments in it where I was like, this is kind of a cool scene. Yeah. I kind of like this point. I sort of like this. Cause I was starting to be like, are they actually going to like unexplain everything that's happened? I was kind of tricked by that because the fights are so uncool. I'm thinking, well, maybe, maybe, maybe they this, don't have powers. Like maybe yeah. I, maybe this is what, like the it other was big funny twist. that he had not progressed at all as a fighter. <laughs> yeah. He still just, he chokes people like, out. Okay, I'll just <laughs> shove him against the wall. Yeah. That's what I'll do. Like last time. <laughs> I remember that worked. <laughs> <laughs> I've had 20 years to perfect my patented throw my body at someone. Use my weight I'm technique. Strong enough, sure. it will work eventually. I call this the big rock. Yeah. Like he puts those guys in the in the container and then mends the bars. Yeah, reason. cool. Just putting the bar there was not not enough. But I don't know. I, I, the fights were very unkinetic, and this is a very low budget thing. And obviously, like what it's getting at are the things that are not the fights about superheroes. It's mm-hmm. trying to be a more meditative look at the superhero thing. I just think ultimately it was just kind of like not as smart. You as feel the budget it. thing. It's yes. amazing because I I thought I actually yeah you know, I think it's well done. I think it is well quote unquote directed. Yeah. I, I I do think it's actually a very watchable, fun movie. Um, and I th- I think it's written well even. But I don't like. Obviously, certain elements that didn't make me yeah. love it, and then and go, oh, you did all this work, and then now you're going to give us that. <laughs> um, but like, I felt like the movie as a whole, what we what we saw, mm-hmm. glasses, you know, whole deal, could have been the whole movie could have been pinched back into the almost the first half, mm-hmm. and then they get <laughs> out in the first like just cut a lot of stuff, right. and then they're out, right, and then. You know, from there we can down. question and blah blah blah. blah there blah. is yeah. a large chunk yeah. of this that's incredibly numbing. That's just like it just feels like Sarah Paulson just like talking. Yeah, and I'm like, and, and they kept making the same happening. point over and over yes. again. It was and more it was, that she it, just it was good points, but you're like, but you yeah, we already got yeah yeah, yeah we know that yes we you think that they're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and, and also it's, it's it's a I guess a hypnosis of the the guys yeah, themselves. Like yeah. just kind of like trying to convince kind of them. I do think that that's neat because in in a sense by the end of their treatment or whatever, I was like. Are, am I starting to question it? Which is cool. Like, I think it's actually neat that at the, the movie itself, there was a point in it where I was like, oh yeah, maybe they're like, oh, it's maybe they sad are sad when she's yeah, starting this is, to unfold. Maybe some this things. is a like, sad thing. And like, maybe they're still going to get out and be able to do these things, but it's like, they're not right. going to be like, no, I know that I'm not superhuman, Which but I, I am like, I don't know. Like they, sure. there, there'd be some sort of like mediated theme to it rather than well, just like black or white. They, It's almost like he lost the opportunity of what he was building there right. of like he this thing at the end which everyone really has a problem with i think most oh, we spoil do. by the way you can just okay spoil spoil it. yeah him dying um, them killing him for some well, reason secret yeah. agencies yeah uh, what the hell so if you would have taken them out because they confirm basically anything right they confirm right. every that there is superheroes right and these guys are superheroes Sure. Can you imagine if this movie was able to do what it did and then not have the agencies in there and they still did some stuff, but we could still be sitting in the background going, well, maybe they, maybe they're not because they actually, yeah, yeah. because they still don't do anything quite super supernatural. They do right, supernatural, which I think is neat, which is yeah, great because exactly. it keeps us yeah, on the like edge, which is down. what Unbreakable did. It kept us on like the edge of like, this is 
oh kind of real yeah like, I, I mean they even say like the, i love it that it's the part right in at the end of unbreakable when he gets on the phone and he's he's like what do i do and he goes well this next part's not gonna be like a comic book and right. he's like very much like and then and then immediately in the movie he walks through the the train station or wherever he's supposed to be which is like it sort of looked like it was supposed to also be 30th street station yeah in that yeah yeah part of the, the i don't know and then he, <laughs> he immediately sees he sees yeah. like like you know the date rate flash and like for of course first it's like oh someone like stealing shit and then it's like oh my god a date rape and then oh my gosh she hits her kid and like it is very much like yeah this isn't a comic book you're we're gonna play along and this is gonna be enchanting and you're gonna get this vibe that like something heightened is going on right. and then we're gonna still be like yeah but then ultimately people are just like we live on earth so he bumps into real quick the late there's a lady in red and in in unbreakable mm-hmm. that apparently everyone's saying like that's uh crumb's mom uh, oh, because she hits the kid. kid. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. And they're at the train station. I think you're the only person well, on earth later, who refers to that character as Crumb. Crumb's mom. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of Split. I call him Split. Yes. If we're going by the names of the yeah. movies. Uh, well, also, I'll go Wendell then. I, I yeah. think I just, I have a very big, you know, I, I. Uh, penis, penis. <laughs> <laughs> huge, Just enormous, very, very yes, big. Yes. Setting to look Talking at. Talking about big penises. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. Finish your thought. And I'll go into my thought. <laughs> Did you just get flashed and, and your personalities you. changed there? Just uh, <laughs> speaking of big penises. <laughs> go ahead. That me. reminds me of my next thought. Yeah. Um, I just think I, in general, I'm having like, I actually, I think this is better than Split in in some ways and maybe it's just because i think this is more up my alley than split is and i think also there are less there's some very very and i don't i don't i hate when we use this language but i do think there's like stupid dialogue in this i think that there's like things that are like just not mm-hmm. they're just plain or it's 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 kind of dumb like the way that they they lay something out you're like oh my god can we like be can yes. we be cool for a second here like with sarah paulson in her office going these comic books are not history but like it's yeah you're is, like all right so can we, weird let's relax i haven't bought this mythology yet like you're, well, that's, you're to me yeah her age, the agency thing just that's what killed it you know well I, and he's writing like fan fiction of his own movie and that's it's what I was bizarre say. that's what i was gonna say like can you imagine if she would have stuck it out as somebody who really did believe what she was saying about like Right, and even like his, right. he, he, she gets killed by the the beast kills her, and right. it's her in that, that moment, perfect, and him like, being like, turnaround. "Do you believe now?" <laughs> and she's like, "You I'm are so, not." I'm pure. so sorry for you. I love that with the beast. I really went with Adam Driver yawning. I really thought that would <laughs> no. that would be the <laughs> force. Oh, I will finish <laughs> what I also started. But this is what I'm gonna say, like about the the fan fiction element to it. Like, Unbreakable is this really thoughtful movie, and this, I don't want to be too personal against M. Night here, but it does feel like a more jaded, conservative man's look at his career, where he's just like, look at how they tried to keep the great people, they tried to make the great people think that they weren't great, but at the end of the day, they are great, you know what I mean? Like, it's just such like Interesting, I didn't think about that, I don't know. like, conservative theme, and just the the whole concept of the overseer is like a a, a hyper-conservative theme of like this... Mm. Uh, you know, strong, powerful, like six. I don't know. I didn't get really much of a shine in this one. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sure. <laughs> no shine. It's true. Hey. It was weird. It just, it, it, I don't, I couldn't shake the fan fiction thing, especially because Unbreakable was such a thing, you know, and I, I will say, you know, I think it's mm. only fair that we talk about this the same way we talk about everything else where nothing is precious and no one owes anything to anyone. No filmmaker owes you to like, you know, cherish their, 
past thing and right. like but it is a bizarre like this is a, it's a fucking sequel man right. and i do understand this was that one of my most anticipated this year in a, really? a, yeah, i was I didn't like split. So like when I heard they were doing this, I had a very measured excitement, but I was excited. Of course I want to see Bruce Willis be David Dunn again. And right. like, I don't know. It's just like, I though do have a problem. Like when, it's when disappointed me. Yeah. He's like barely in it. He doesn't even really act he dies like in a puddle. him. Yeah. He gets, he gets puddled. <laughs> in a puddle. It's so disrespectful. <laughs> well, it's just sad. It's just like, and like him saying, Oh, this is an origin story. I thought this was, the ending, the limited run, but really it's just an origin story. I was like, is the kid about to like, then you better bring them all back right. to life. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. It just, it feels lazy in a way. And I do like him. I like him a lot. And I think it's just, it. Eh, I'm disappointed because I think that there's no reason this had to be as weird as, as clunky as right. it is. It feels almost like, um, almost like a stage play at times. Like just the way that the, the, the symbolism of every character having like a, like the counterpart, you know, and it was like yes. having all three where, where sure. even Anya Taylor-Joy's character, I, I don't get it why she's here. I, I truly, I truly don't understand right. her well, character the, motivation. It's literally, the, it's here. just, I think him using the pieces he had and he's just bringing it, he's yeah, just it, using it, his that's, sequel that's pieces. That's exactly right. And this is a weird mishmash of Unbreakable and Split <laughs> where it is like, let's bring back this narrative from Unbreakable, but also McAvoy's going to be in here doing characters for about like 20, 30 he's minutes He's too at good time. for this movie. And I think that we're going to look back he's on so this. Good, so good, So weird, yes. How does he not get anything? And I'm, I know it's a cliche, like, oh, he's playing different personalities, but he's but good he at it. so well. He's, he's very good at it. Definitely. I, I think that this is going to be, it occurred to me during Glass more than Split that we're going to look back in probably 20 years or so and it's going to be like talked about that like, oh, these movies aren't really good, but like McAvoy in it f for some reason. We're going to talk about it like in a funny, like in a joking way of like, he for some reason brings it in these weird little yeah. super thing movies. I, 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 I liked Split. I know, and I know um, people do. I, I don't mean to, and I also don't know if I could say that it's like. I think we just disagreed with it like philosophically. And just where I came, like even in this, when we show up at the warehouse towards the beginning of the movie, and I'm seeing like the four cheerlead, like hot cheerleaders chained to the radiator, I'm like, okay, there you go, M Night. Like, are we doing that? We're doing this bit again. All right. you like how M but like honestly, he he subverts it, and then they like never go near that territory. Right, it's fine. I get, I don't know, it's fine. But I did. That's what I loved. That part of the movie was actually one of my favorites because it was. Unbreakable yeah. again. It was, yeah, I it agree. was what I was expecting. Sure. This, right. of course, when you know, he wants to not be giving what we're all expecting, but no, but it's just, that it's just, it was the, so fun. It's just the philosophy of like, cause the, the thing that I hated about split was just how just strangely weird it was to kind of, um, we, words. we talked about split that there are times in it where you can feel M night doing things he doesn't need to do okay. and showing things that you don't need to show. And you can, it's, we, we talk about it all the time, the mysterious fabric of a director where you, that something's off about the texture. You sure, can sure, tell sure. that like they see something a little strangely and they're, they're projecting it now. Literally all you're like watching like, Oh, you have a like kind of a slanted, view on stuff. No, and I, it's, I can hear what you're saying. And sometimes that's very clear where you're like, whoa, this person, like their sense of right and wrong is very skewed. But other times there's like the creepy factor of like, oh, I think maybe you a little bit see women strangely. And sure. I think maybe you, there's like some sort of weird power fantasy happening here that you're disguising as the bad guy. And like, I, and yes. I, I, I didn't feel that really in this, but I did feel like, 
I don't know. It just feels clunky. I've seen people like I can't tell you how many I've written scripts like this as a, as a like you know kid in film school and and, and high school. Mm. This whole the the plot device of like there are super people or super something, and then at the end the big the ending is that it's revealed to the world and and it gets and oh we see it on all the on the TVs and people are getting it on their phones and it spreads and now now the can of worms is really opened and I just find that so uninspired now. I'm like mm. just not interested. Because That's the way Axel ended. You, you know remember? Where they upload his brain yeah. and then he goes across the whole internet and if, now the whole if, world knows. If, if that happened at the end of Unbreakable Moment, this is weird because we're talking, it's all texture. So I think that the movie itself felt so comic booky and bigger than, it didn't feel like it had its feet on the ground. It did, like, one of the things about Would Unbreakable- Would you have hated it, though, if they went to that tower? Um, yes. Yeah, I bet. Absolutely. Yeah, because then so it would I have was, been a very big difference. I definitely was surprised. I think you're right in that it did it did actually a pretty good job. I was I don't also mean to say like I wasn't impressed by it at all or that I didn't enjoy it at all. Sure. I think I was like more on board than I thought I was gonna be. Secret agency did ruin it by the end of it for me. But yeah. like when it was sort of oh, they're not gonna make it to the tower, they're just gonna fight here on the lawn. I was kinda like, This is cool. And I do think that as much as we felt the limits of the budget and the clunkiness of like some pretty awkward staging stuff, some of it I think weirdly gave us some inspired super moments of like him pushing the people with the right. the shields and like when the beast was on top of the guy with the shield I think that's a cool but it's a shame like, it's like you're, it's so tiny it's it, so it is, yeah. it's cool to do it low key where it's like you're 2.5 times stronger than a normal man right like that's your superpower but it's a shame that we get to that point and we know how good he can do what right. he's showing us he's about to do and then he doesn't do it as right. well as right if we we're like, yes oh, great and, and now as, there's agents and as far as the staging like the whole twist where it's all going out to sea, it's it's spreading to the whole world and everyone's going to know. Mm. The whole staging is in service to that because what they're showing us is the like camera angles and like the security camera right. angles that they're uploading, which sucks. That sucks so bad. I just like, don't just think it's as clever the as the movie. It's not, yes. It's not it's as not clever as the clever. movie's telling me that it and is. And it's not worth sacrificing a climax for. You know what I mean? Like, I understand that the big superpowers and the fights are not the point of this entire trilogy. Dude. It never really was, but oh my God. But that's, but this is why I'm saying it's I'm, very I'm playing looking. by Unbreakable's rules. I'm, that's, that's what I'm, that's all I'm doing from here. Yeah. My, my reference point is not like super things in general or movies about superpowers or psychological thrillers. Yeah. I'm talking about like from where we are in this universe, what you what you've, what you've told me the texture of our world is here. Yeah. That's where I'm basing my stuff in. Unbreakable ends with not a super fight at fucking all. There's no super fight. It yeah. ends with one shot of David Dunn strangling this dude and we're up in the corner of the room and we just watch. It's one shot. He doesn't, nothing even crazy happens. Mm -hmm. He just keeps strangling this dude until he passes out. That's his power. That's how he does it. He's just too strong. <laughs> like that's his, and that rules. And in the movie, it's very satisfying and it feels very like, whoa, that paid off because the whole movie does a good job of like, I mean, the weightlifting scene in the first one is almost too long. Right. I would say even, I don't mean to say like Unbreakable. They had an additional. Of him doing more weightlifting so shit. So he goes and sneaks into the gym, <laughs> at, like at the football stadium. And goes and does more. Ooh, even bigger weights. And it's, <laughs> it's actually a really good scene. I recommend. Uh, I'll watch. I actually sure. never seen the. I'd never seen the deleted scene in this movie either. Right. I'd so never these seen were that fun. before. I had watched all the deleted scenes recently, and then I was like, "Cool, he's throwing them in." Yeah. Um, the deleted scenes were in this. So every yeah. scene um, that was a flashback for um, 
um, David Dunn and the kid. Oh, and, like at the carnival that was all shot that, in 2000? And that carnival scene with for um, Glass. Yeah, that's all. that was all shot and like actually really well done. Like it was in the movie and then he just decided. Oh, that's, so that's why he was suddenly much younger and much more hand. Like it was, I it was, not, it was CG'd and yeah, I thought it was clever lighting, but I. Yeah, yeah. no CG on that wow. at all. Yeah, no. does exactly. I noticed the, the fidelity so shift. Though. That 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 stuck out to me. That honestly, like, I didn't. And even in the train, because they when colored it's like, they colored it differently, so it, it tricked me. Yeah, yeah. I maybe I just also knew to look for it. I think because once it came up and I saw mm-hmm. that the kid was young, I was like, oh right, I, I remember that they're using deleted scenes in this. That's neat. I don't know. I, I what all I was getting at was like even in having those scenes in this in the literal movie where we can we can. Oh, it reminds me of what to compare. Yeah. Yeah. It's shot different. It feels different. Again, I don't understand how someone can go from, and and maybe this is just, I'm going to give him credit in one second. Hold on. I'm going to give him like a benefit of the doubt in a minute. But like, how do you go from Unbreakable where they have these scenes where it is the camera is on fucking sticks next to David's head and he, oh, and he knocks on the bedroom door and it's quiet. They're in the house and it's just one side, one scene, very, very chill dialogue of him being like, so I'm going to ask you something. Uh, do you ever remember me being sick? And she goes, um, I, don't, I don't know. I just, you had to have been. And that, that goes on for like two minutes. It feels very real. He doesn't feel like he's trying too hard to be like, don't you think that like, Maybe oh, yeah. I am something special or like there's none of that. And then in this, That's they take every yeah. opportunity to do those lines where it's too much, where no one's just sitting and being quiet in the same way. And again, I don't know. I, yeah, you're right. There wasn't as much... Uh, let it breathe. Let it breathe. That whole uh, moment. That, that's what you mean by Unbreakable is a fucking movie-ass movie where it's in like... In a classic you're, you're way. Giving, in yes. like a... Yeah. Shot in like a... It, that, I mean... I can see why at the time people were calling him the next Spielberg. Yes, he was doing Spielberg shit. I mean, it's all Very over Unbreakable. So. Yes. Even just that thing of letting stuff it's live like in that one Spielberg. shot. Yeah. Darker Spielberg. And one t- and the one takes were clever. They weren't distracting. They were kind of nice. Right. We, we pan back and forth yeah. and it's cool. And they did it a little in this. Yeah. I, was, I was impressed with, I think, the way this one was, was shot. Beautifully shot. More me. than I was impressed with Split, I sure. think. I, I think that I, was a good looking movie. I think the issue is... I, I need to watch Split again. It I was shot it fine. It, I, I, it was shot fine. I wasn't like super impressed with the cinematography or anything, but I just feel like what was happening on screen was just very numbing and boring a lot of the time. Like it, it really just felt like a lot of a lot of meandering once, we, once they got locked up. Just mm-hmm. like a whole bunch of it. I did want to know what the fuck was going to happen. Right. I yeah. was very yeah, much I like... I wasn't... It's funny. I wasn't bored until I realized I was... I was bored. Like, like, very yeah. bored. At the <laughs> end, I was like, because I was always like, oh boy, oh, it's going to happen something. So, wow, look at what they're talking about. Sure. Okay. Oh, nothing happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, okay. oh, we're going to go back to over here where they're quiet. Okay. Right, right, right. Or they're just I mean, I'm not going to lie, though. I did think they were good scenes. And Me too. Well executed. I, Me too. I think that I was impressed. I think there were more inspired ideas in here than I thought there were going to be for... for but I don't know, man. But didn't, it's, it, didn't it feel like for the the final season or for the final movie of the Unbreakable trilogy, they did a six episode Netflix series, and this is episode four. Like parts of this where we're just like mm. in the middle, in like this hospital, feel like is this the movie we're doing this for? The movie? Like this is what this is how the trilogy is going to end. This is how the saga is going to end. Like d- d- having these conversations that, about things we've already rehashed through the whole thing. I thought that's for sure why. That the way the movie ended, the way everything that was covered, I thought was going to happen, be pinched back to like right. halfway. Like that whole movie was mm. going to be 
pinched into what would happen halfway into the real sure. the real one I would imagine. And and not to harp too much on on Mark. I mean, trailers are marketing. It's not controlled by the director. But I mean, the big line here was that sounds like the bad guys teaming up. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Like, it, but we this, knew we were waiting. We were waiting, this. kind of impatiently right, for that to happen. Let's go fight around the back. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Like, you want to go outside <laughs> real quick? Let's get out in there in the grass. <laughs> Just fucking. Or we're gonna beat Tyler's ass. He's out behind the yeah. quick stop. I'll go out there and think real hard. I also was sort of like, <laughs> it, it, it just screams to me, the screen, the script itself screams as someone uh, figuring it, things out as they're going and recognizing that they have a piece that they over-explained. A lot of people said that's what they felt like with Split. They yeah, felt like I, it was actually kind of its own thing. And then he's like, oh, it's perfect. Uh, it's going to be, it, right. be unbreakable. Yeah, what if I do Unbreakable again? And that bums me out because it feels like it didn't like, again, I'm just confused. So here's where I was going to give him credit. Okay. I don't know if I believe this all the way, but I also don't like, I don't think he's like a bad writer or a bad director. So I'm kind of like every time this is happening mm-hmm. to me, <laughs> I'm well. like disappointed. I'm like, ah, you know, you know, though, don't you, you know. <laughs> and then, so here's what, here's the thing. Unbreakable where that existed as movies were at that point. It was pretty cool. Like the tone of it, um, the way it was, the way it was shot was kind of slick for then for Mm -hmm. 2000. You know, that was like, they were doing a very modern looking like definitely thing. And it was kind of like, just the tone and the way everybody was talking. That was the thing. And then now, so he's commenting on like, weirdly enough, it's, I think it's almost because he didn't have superhero movies to really look at too hard yet. Mm-hmm. And yes, of course we had Batman and we had Superman and yeah, he's literally first... talking about the concept of right. like comic books. So in that, in, in that movie, he's, he's trying to make an actual like thriller this about too, superpowers. This right. movie's too late. And then in here, exactly. Yeah, sure. And now here he's again, this is maybe I'm saying to his credit, what his job was with this one was to comment on where we're at now. And unfortunately we also are too late. Like he's, Split it does, everything. it feels like he's trying to be, it should have been backed up a couple. Sure. Like decades. Yeah. So, I mean, like, if this was, if this was even, you know, pre-Avengers, like if this was, if this was even, uh, what, five years ago or six years ago. Yeah, this could have been stamped. uh, He probably could have done the, like a classic trilogy. I think so. Can can I ask you a question? What is he saying about superheroes in this? I have no idea, Tim. I have no fucking clue. And I feel like that's the biggest issue here is that like, we're saying that it's too late. But like, I I don't know if it is because I'm not quite sure what he has to say. It's interesting because it's like he was like bouncing around a couple of things like the the classic like superheroes doubting themselves. Right. Mm. But it didn't really go there. You know, it's like there's cool questions there. It bounced around to like a couple like couple themes and then didn't really quite push full throttle on any of it. Absolutely. Look, like true. uh, The public will never recognize true greatness. There's like a theme here of like th- those that are great will always be he- like attempted to be held down. Um, there, there's themes of like, I, I mean, they all address something. Believing in yourself, believing in your. Right. But like ultimately that's like, wait, was that really what we were doing though? Yeah. Like, like did you Kevin need to know that like, or did David need to know that? It kind of knows. Yeah, I don't know also, what the bow tied with the girl and McAvoy was supposed to really mean. And M. Night has the- With her touching him. Yeah, it was just sort of like, again, it just felt like those are the pieces. And right. it was actually kind of sweet. I like didn't- No, I- When he died clever, and like I mean, him being like, are you really my friend? But again, also he's very good. Right. So you're kind of like when he's saying things right. like, are you actually my friend? I'm like, oh, like it yeah, actually- like, I believe it. A yeah. fine actor. Um, yes. 
Um, I don't know. And then also, I guess M. Night has that kind of walk-on thing where he he says, "Oh, uh, crime! You, know, you, t- you turn my life around." Just the the power of positive thinking. And it's like, is this like a theme? Is it? Is he like saying something by literally coming on as the director and saying words to us well, as the audience? Do you know like, what he's? Must be speaking do you know what he's movie, doing right? though in that? I don't know if you remember, but that's because of his cameo in the first one. He's coming oh, yeah, on. Yeah, straight up. It, it ties his character together. In the first movie, he comes on as like someone who like bought drugs at the stadium and mm-hmm. David sees it and then feels in the pocket. Yeah, and it's sort of supposed to be inferred that like he does feel that the drugs are in there, but he doesn't bust the guy because he's freaked out about his power. So right. he just like walks away. And again, that was, I, I don't well, he, know. He tries to bust. Yeah, he tries to bust him and he doesn't have him in, on him. And and oh, I thought he. I thought the, Im- so, the implication so, there was that no. So it's a brilliant, unbreakable uh, scene where they got, he touches the guy, and it's like he's like, I sensed that he had bad things on him. Well, then there's a break, and the guy like feels like oh, I better get rid of this stuff. So he goes and trashes it, and then when when he's like, all right, I'm gonna go check him to see if my gift- oh, I missed the him ditching yeah. that stuff oh, for some reason. I, for- I forgot about so that. So he goes, and that's another doubt of his power. Mm-hmm. Is he goes and checks the guy. Oh, and the stuff's not on him anymore. And he goes, "Oh, I guess I'm maybe I'm not a superhero kind sure. of thing." You know? Right. But so that scene where M Night's there again in the store is yeah. him being like, "Oh yeah, I had a cameo in Unbreakable." <laughs> it was kind of like. Well, but then it's also oh, confirming. It's also and confirming split. that his split, he, he was the split. security guard. He's the shitty security guard for the oh, zoo. So I guess he's confirming about, that that's the same character. And apparently, this is, yeah, this is three weeks later after, and he goes, "My tenant got murdered," uh, which is the old lady. Oh, oh for crying out loud. Remember she had him look at the cameras for her? Sure. Oh, as, yeah, as yeah, 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 yeah. Compares. Oh, Christ. And she, I think, makes reference to the lady in this. Uh, what's her name again? Um, the the main, the like... Main psychiatrist. Uh, uh, Sarah Staple. Paulson's character. Yeah, Sarah yeah. Paulson's character. She references, like... Ellie they were Staple. Like, so she, uh, like one of the... Uh, or I think... Um, I don't remember. One of his split personalities asked the lady in Split. He's like, "Hey, what's going to happen if we, uh, if, if you die or whatever?" And she's like, "Oh, I have somebody that will look after you, take care of you." And I think it's referring to her. Hmm. So it's kind of a cool little guy. <sighs> Fine. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> There's some good little bits. There's some but good times. That's, that's the thing. With it, it, this is the exact same bullshit as putting. <laughs> David Dunn at the end of Split, where it's like, yes, you're drawing these lines. Yes, you're connecting these things together. You're right. You're so right, though. You don't understand. It's like, but he's... The thing is that... It's just a shame, though, because like, it's like it should have bookended some Dunn stuff. Right. It should it should matter more. I think that like... It should matter more. In the age of fan service that we are in, in the age of like the expectation of a post-credit stinger, like these winks and nods and nudges, I just don't think that... Like, who are they really for at this point? Like who's... That's exactly how up. I felt. I felt about that with the split thing. Right. Like as soon as at the ending, you're like, is this... Did he just do this for me, Dom Farah? Right. Like, did was that because for <laughs> the me, only off chance that yes, <laughs> it's it surprised the shit out of me. I was I truly screamed. I don't know. That ending is what got me. I mean, that it's unfortunate because that's what he but, made us all believe to expect and, for this film. And even and even that scene that connects Split to Unbreakable is so n- clunky and. Bad. Oh, right. think it's- I think it's so not the in concept. There's a way that in Unbreakable. Imagine go back, forget how Split looks. Put your brain in Unbreakable space, where how that shot, the, the vibe of everything. Right. Ooh, it's, it's, very it's nice cold. And we're chilling out, and everyone's really quiet. 
David Dunn walks into a diner. Cool blue. Instantly a different image than what we see in Split. Like right. just from what you've just conjured, thinking about Unbreakable, very different look. And freaking glass. Yeah. And glass. And like the idea of like the really polished digital sort of look and like go and we're, we're panning down the, the people at the counter and someone's like, hey, that reminds me of that movie Unbreakable. And what did they call that guy in Unbreakable? Mr. Glass. Like, I don't know. It's just silly. If I'm just, what I'm, my well, what, biggest beef well, with this. It's funny because you're like, yes, it's like in that moment, I'm just playing Mr. Director over here. It would have almost been now that you're saying that it's like, oh yeah, you're right. Why does he probably should so have not said glass? He should, probably should have nothing. And he should have just been like, yeah, but is done that, one of his little David Dunn looks. But is that like a send up in and of itself of the, damn it. Somebody called me out for saying that phrase on send Discord up. in and of itself. Uh, isn't it like in a send up of the, the post credit stinger where, you know, it ends on like a stampy little line that, that predicts what's happening next for the people who yeah, are in the Yeah, but he's not trying to be funny. He's trying to be cool. He's not trying to be snippy. It's not a send up. It's, is it cool or is it camp? I don't know if he's like necessarily trying to be cool. Okay. If I will tell is. you in the movie theater, I did get feels. I thought that was, there was so a, cool. It's hard when the music to, it's kicked in. So oh yeah. Crazy. Let me talk about disappointment. Oh yeah. Where, where was, was the, the theme? theme? Yeah, the music theme. Yeah. The, I love James Newton Howard's whatever. Yeah. I wanted that. Yeah. Like, give me that. I wanted it too. And when they do it in like the uh, flashback scene with the bedroom. Yeah. And it comes you're in, like, oh, oh, oh. I was like, oh, that's the music. I like that. I like that. That's cool. This is this. I just find it strange. I think conceptually, I think if you're sitting down and you're like, I'm gonna make a, mo- I'm gonna make a sequel to this movie. <laughs> I, I also understand it's like he didn't want to feel. You don't want to feel completely grounded by what it was before. I get it. Right. He wants it to be different. We want to take it. In some ways, in the beginning, I, I agree with you that the beginning of the movie I think was some of my favorite stuff because I was sort of like, oh, yeah, I guess this is like what David done now. Like this is sort of what we would get. From like an unbreakable sequel, like it but was I, sort of. I still think he was a little loose. But too. even that, even <laughs> sure. that, yeah, I don't know, man. It's a bummer. It, but glass, he should. He didn't come in obviously till mm. what halfway. You know when he started talking for the first time, right? Yeah, which is yeah. neat because he was. I, I was waiting. That, I was again, like, it proved to me that I'm like all that could have just been shoved closer to the start of this movie, and we totally. get going, and then well, he, they all get out at about three fours. Maybe I'm gonna shift the angle for a second here. Let's look at this from just like a completely different perspective that's going to excuse everything that's wrong with this movie. M. Night Shyamalan shoaled out a hundred, that's not a word, $28 million of his own money to make a movie. No, he's. I think he's impressive. How much dude, was it? Twenty-eight million dollars. Yeah, same, I think that's cool. same with Split, and right? Yes, and it was the same thing with Split. Like, this is kind of the dream for many, many filmmakers of just to kind Absolutely. of have just this base bedrock of a movies that made a shitload of money, and now you just finance your own things and make buku bucks. And built his little universe and yeah. built a little cool sure. trilogy. Or it's given himself a little pat on the back, but mostly looking at $28 million and it made $151 million at the box office already, like, this is... For it being a one-man show, like, I wonder how much control over the production that he had. Probably, like, all of it. He's probably making every decision. I'm impressed, man. I don't... I think Which, it's extremely cool, but... I would note on that, that might be the problem <laughs> that, with this like, one. That's, that's, <laughs> is, right. is that, no, that's exactly what I'm saying. Where it's, it's the like, George we, Lucas effect where I thought, okay, yeah. okay, right, okay right, unbreakable, right. a new hope. That was their thing. You know, like... Right. And then he gave up the reins for a directing, and those second two were some of the people's favorites, you right. know, uh, yeah. Star Wars. And then 
Can you imagine if he would have done that on this? At least split the director's chair or uh, I some think, of the writing. I think if somebody else made Split and Unbreakable and then it was connected to Unbreakable, it would feel like a cohesive trilogy. Yeah. Because right now it and feels like an old there. movie yeah. and then a fine a, a fine thriller. Because then they could be they the connect. ones that yeah. say what well, we're all chatting. Right. right. And be like, that's great. I love it. I love it. And then if we did this, everyone will be happy. I'm working, well, and I know that, we're talking from the, the goal, easy but. chair. This is 20 years after he's made a movie that, like, also not a lot of like. Am I wrong about Unbreakable? Like, I know it has like a following, and there's a lot of people who do love it, but it wasn't like a big. A lot of people don't know what the fuck that movie is. I honestly came in late on Unbreakable about four years ago, and and I've watched every time I've watched it, I've loved mm-hmm. it more and more. Yeah, you know, but did, I didn't know about it. I would yeah. love to see if maybe the fact that it was superheroes was why it didn't work at the time you know not that it didn't work i think it Maybe. made its money but like wasn't the smash hit that like sixth sense was people were like oh power yeah. that's kind of weird and well, then like tried. now that would be the thing no disney didn't he so he tried doing this movie with disney uh, unbreakable mm-hmm. and disney said nah superhero movies aren't gonna be a thing <laughs> and then they owned marvel <laughs> that's i don't know because i thought that like i thought that disney owned the rights to david dunn and it was just like a weird thing for this movie. I, I could be wrong about that. What are you that, talking about? But like, Why uh, would they own David Dunn? I'll look it up right now. Um, so, yeah, but but that story was fun to hear. Uh, he straight up said like he... Because I guess when you think about oh, yeah. a, ki- a guy thinks that he has power, like a, a father is starting to believe that he has superhuman powers and his son I'm glad wants to help him. Like, yeah, I could see how like that would even fit a little as like a family drama kind of thing. But, but it would have like, lost its cooler darker edge yeah probably at that time i watched it with people disney did, now maybe the, not but the twist was also like it landed for the people i watched it with like even the people who knew that there was a new one called glass or whatever and that they knew that split was like connected to it somehow like the ending still kicked that everybody went oh and dude the scene like where was this stuff you're talking about in what in unbreakable for what's what what the twist at the end that it was actually like that that elijah like had oh, created right. all of the disasters yeah, right. still yeah. kicks for people the scene where uh joseph pulls the gun on david and there's Great and scene. it's just and it's again it's one shot of a kid with a gun and the parents freaking out and the dad yelling saying i'm gonna leave if you don't like you're right you're gonna shoot me and it's gonna bounce off me but then i'm leaving i'm moving to new york and i'm never coming back here i thought we were friends god he should have gotten Breathless. a nomination it's awesome and then they all sit down on the floor at the end of that scene and then that's it and we, we move on. Mm-hmm. I truly, again, I'm not, I, I feel mean because I'm not trying to like, it just, it does confuse me. It confuses me how someone's, the tone of their earlier movies can like not mature but can somehow get more, well, like lose their. That's a lot of people are like that, right? I, I mean, I there's like classic does that make Spielberg sense? and then now he's like just having yeah, fun. It's just like as you make money and detach from, re- not detach from reality. That's not the wrong When you're word. young and needing to take these risks, we- you have some cooler kind of things. Definitely. Yes, and, scary, I, and I also though, think man. that you have more of like, a connection to like what mainstream taste is or, or like critical consensus on what good art is at the time and kind of are still engaged in that community. Whereas I think when you become like your own brand, like when you become a name that everybody knows, like a household director, you kind of have your own like industry going about yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think you just kind of become disconnected from the, like the, the culture of arts artists at large. And Sometimes it becomes, scary. sometimes it's amazing. Like sometimes people go off onto their own thing and then like they just make the best art ever. And then other times it's just like, you got stuff like, um, 
oh god what's what's the alien prequels the Prometheus. alien prequels Prometheus. Oh, yes right. you get things Ridley like Scott Prometheus where it's just like Ridley Scott like, going like I'm right. just doing whatever I would like yeah he's and doing his like, own Shyamalan stuff going alright dog uh, yeah I guess it's what called Ridley Scott yeah, dog, dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was saying Ridley Scott's like I got these ideas for these movies he's like alright chill out dog homie god Magavoy's so good in this he's good I really like too oh, when he comes. Oh, by the way, this, uh, Unbreakable was put out by Buena Vista. Oh, so it is Disney. Yeah, Touchstone and Buena Vista. So, well, was it just the like dis- the distribution? They own the right to his name. So yeah, they owe David Dunn. So I'm not wrong. David Dunn could have been in Kingdom Hearts this whole time <laughs> <laughs> and was just not. That would be fun. What the fuck? Yeah, where guys? was Unbreakable World in uh, Super Smash Brothers? Yeah. Uh, fucking hell. That's bullshit. Ooh, I want it. Oh, Disney. <laughs> Disney don't own Nintendo, right? Uh, there's a. It's only a matter of it's time. True. It's literally it's a matter of time. like give it a decade. Like, I, I like... will re-download this episode. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I, I'm disappointed, but I'm also pleasantly surprised. So what does that say? I, I don't know how to. I, I'm trying to be reason, it's just, reasonable. It's just your personality. <laughs> yeah, disappointed but, <laughs> but pleasantly, pleasantly surprised. surprised and hopeful for the future. It was it was fun. I, I I went in there. I watched it, and then he showed me what I was hope. I was hoping to see th- very and then quickly. I didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, great. I read a review that compared it to the, uh, the, the Siler Peter fight from season. Oh my one God. Of yeah. Where you're it finally was, get yeah. there and you're like, Oh yeah. And then the door shuts in your There's face. Also, here's what frustrates the shit out of me, dude. Like I do, I don't understand. Oh, this movie is like setting barriers that don't exist in a weird way. In, in the, in the choreography of the fights and stuff. Yeah. I think in the clunkiness that we feel where it's like, they still had to sort of be on wires to like lift each other. But then that adds that weird slow motion stuff. It doesn't like, even feel like do two that. dudes fighting. Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't. And don't, it's like, why, why is that where your brain goes? Where it's like, you need, you, then you, all you're doing is a half, way version of a superpower fight right really show me david dunn it's exactly what you said of like why wasn't he a little bit better now it's a little bright we're 20 years later Even why wasn't he like better. why wasn't he like, <laughs> bop, bop, why weren't we seeing like real i'm looking for energy like, blasts i'm looking for what i'm talking smash about his knuckles together and a seismic wave blows the beast away i'm not gonna that's lo- what i want i was ex- half expecting him to like fly at the end of this movie that yeah. he was gonna like somehow unlock that he could still that he could do I that i was expecting <laughs> that the drinks the puddle there's gonna be a miniature twist of him realizing through the through the mind uh, talks you know with the with the psychiatrist that maybe he wasn't ill to water and it was just his little childhood episode that was in his head right and because i never really noticed water really affecting him i'm like bro do you you take showers showers, yeah Yeah, it, it is funny how in the first one it's like your weakness is water. You're you're gonna drown. But also, they don't even say He's that it's like his weakness. All the, they, he all the way that they say it in Unbreakable is that you react the same way I do to water. You will drown. That's how they word it. It's like you're gonna yeah. if you fall in water and you are underwater. So I for sure, they were gonna bring it out. But he and then see, now, and that, that, that was like gonna she, be one of those David Dunn moments where he's like, I'm not. Right. The water's yeah. not affecting. But me. how fascinating though, because like, it's a man who's unbreakable who can't die by other means. Of course, would be afraid of the one thing that can kill him. Right. right. So like, so the, what that does to your brain chemistry is it, it creates a way crazy phobia to water that explains that, that entire fear. In the first movie though, he falls in the pool and it's because he's like stuck in the pool cover. Right. Like, and it's like, oh right. So he's just going to drown. It doesn't matter how strong he is. You're fucked. Cool. But now it's like, she's got like a spray bottle, like a cat and he's like, (laughs) get off the couch. And he's like, ah, sorry. (laughs) I don't like it. I'm weaker now. Yeah. 
I don't know, man. They're, 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 it feels misguided. I feel like a lot of the big swings here, and especially because this is inviting us to compare it to Unbreakable. We're not being crazy. No, it's no, a it, was a, it was a fat yeah, invite because yeah. of the end of Split was like, I'm inviting you. Yeah, please In compare fact, it. I would say it's, yeah. it's largely necessary. I saw this with Kelly, and she's like, what the, the fuck, fuck are these people? is happening? Yeah. <laughs> Who's Glass? Because right. you know, it's the last 30 minutes of the movie. First we still taint, don't know. First name, Mist. Yeah. <laughs> Did you like how he had a little... Last name. A little... A tie, a tie clip that said MG. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going. Like, who made that? Yeah. They didn't keep that around in the. What's, your, what's that his... on your tie? What's that stand for? Oh, uh, McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they randomly, no, Mr. Glass. No, I found it. <laughs> <'Cause> they... <laughs> McDonald's is killing. <laughs> <sighs> I yeah, it's like you never had that before you went in, probably. So. Yeah, right. Was he because they got committed like at the end of Unbreakable? Right. Like that we were led to believe that the police came right there, and you're like, "Oh, this guy's insane." Please send my I velvet also, suit. That's even. I don't like. Oh God, it's that's a, why this movie is a bit. Old. It's a. It, if it would have been made five yeah. years after Unbreakable, it would have mm-hmm. been like, okay, cool. It does feel like it's betraying everything that Unbreakable was doing, though, because it's like as much as this, it betrays Dunn's story. Because right. to, to me, that's what we should have followed. We should have followed. Because, th- again, that's my big beef with this movie. What is this, the beef? What did you... Big yeah, beef? reasonable beef. Is the reasonable beef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell us your beef. I already know where I'm Please. at, guys. Take out your big beef. <laughs> yeah, so let me bring I out the beef. I don't even know where I'm at, guys. <laughs> I don't. I, mean, I just show up places and start talking movies. <laughs> you did good. You did good. Um, but, no, it's like they, they didn't follow a person or whatever, a protagonist. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or, you know, yeah. we didn't follow anybody. Certainly It was like you said, it was split. And that... Damn! What? That was, wait, I already said, said that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. That's, that's what wow. you said. Split. Man, you really like your stuff. Like what uh, you dude, like. Anytime somebody parrots a point back, to, all you have to do for me to think you're smart is say things that I've said back right. to me. You're like, Man, I will forget. I like that. <laughs> no, yeah, that was you, and 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 now you think it makes sense, and and I'm like, wow, yeah, that's my problem with the movie, and also the fact that. Uh, David Dunn doesn't make me get all excited again. I know it's a bummer because he's also I again I've, I just watched it. He is like a very good. It almost sounds boring, and you, I feel like if you looked at it, I could see someone watching Unbreakable and not really liking him or it because it is quiet and it is slow. Right, and even I good, watch though. it and I get a little impatient at parts of the movie because I'm like, okay, can we just like I know there's more things that I like later and I want to be there now. Right. And right, right. But even still, like he's a likable, like he's sweet. It, yeah. There's like this right. gentle. Oh, he's very relatable. Thing. Yeah. That movie uh, showed him at the beginning, even like he was taking his wedding ring off. And you and think just, he's like a shithead, but you're now, like, oh, no. Oh, and then later he turns around. Like, so he's a relatable dude, you know, like. No. And he's largely a set piece in this one where he, oh, he, does, he doesn't have that many piece. lines. He does barely anything. And then they anything. kill him. Like they just like kill him in an incredibly. Pathetic but way. Yeah, like a pathetic way. And it's it really does feel like a double slap <laughs> in the face to people who are there for unbreakable. Like people who are explicitly totally. unbreakable fans. Um Well how could how could That's rough. Whatever. How could you I don't know do that? How could you how kill could you him, M Night? It was stupid. I wish I was like more angry about it, but it's more that I, it feels so separate from Unbreakable that I almost I'm yeah. having a hard time like fully getting upset about Dude, it. Dude, <laughs> like, history is littered with like sequels that forgot what was good about the first one. Yeah, and it just kind of did their own crazy little thing. Even just Elijah <laughs> becoming like a true like like super mind villain where right. it's like he finds the piece of the machine. It's sort of like it just feels. Let like me it, talk but, about that scene for just a second. Yeah, go ahead. 
Please. The doctor on site watching wouldn't have been like. Yeah, what were these people doing? Um, hold on, guys. Yeah, nothing happened in that procedure. <laughs> <laughs> there was no cut in yeah. news that I didn't get to look at him later with the chart. And Someone check replaced off that very important glass. They, they, they said, all right, we're doing it. Everybody get out of the room. Yeah, everyone this leave. A, yeah, yeah. This is a $10 million computer. Do you think that it, this would run if anything was wrong? This is, <laughs> this is the most advanced computational technology on board. Someone made a good uh, note, too, about the whole flashing thing with uh, McAvoy. He could have just covered his eyes and just ran, <laughs> and ran forward. Man, it's very true. I did not think yeah. about that. Or I, backed I up. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm not scared. I, I, I'm also bad with that. Of like, well, why doesn't he just do this? I could believe wholesale what a movie tells me. I can't like, are it. the rules? I'm like no the problem. cat where like you, you tape the four squares down on the ground. I just don't like walk out of the square. One, That's also, me with dude, movies. There's a, there's a great. That would have been a fun scene of like when, when. Glass breaks in like even if it was less that he like fully was orchestrating like the cameras facing the right way and him hacking and coding and sending the video to somewhere else. Yeah, if he, he just, just like tipped him off, he, he just walks. He, he rolls in. He's like, by the way, she's like, who are you? What are you doing here? And he goes like, I don't know. I'm just. And she's like, and so you fancy yourself the evil genius or whatever? And he's like, ma'am, I'm not a genius. Uh, I just recognize things like how if someone's using flashing lights to keep me subdued maybe i should just cover my eyes and then like leaves yeah that and then great. there's a scene that he he makes a little blindfold out of like the pillowcase sure. and the beast just rips out of there i don't know man be cool that would have been a good one there should have been a cgi fight and then a cgi had, fight is what i wanted big but to the fight thing i was gonna say why was i wanted to see some like brutal punching not like that punching that sends people flying backwards but like boxing match that like sherlock like holmes two people fighting yeah like pop 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 and right. it's, it's powerful and you feel it and it's you know there's a lot of gripping like a lot of grasping which is, and like holds and like which I is like see, i guess what a real yeah, fight looks like this yeah. is him this that's him though taking looking at his pieces and in a weird way and somehow he's somehow ignoring the textural thematic stuff that made unbreakable feel the way it does and connect the way it does mm-hmm. But then paid very close attention to very specific things, like the fact that his cameo had to be the same guy. Right. Couldn't just be him again. <laughs> and pays attention. That right. like, he's like, now let's see. Uh, at the end, David Dunn just gra- hops on the guy's back, and that's how he wins because it feels. <laughs> and then he's he like, well, then the that must one. that must be his whole fighting style. Yeah. I bet. I reckon that twenty years later, he's just still hanging on people like someone getting a piggyback ride. <laughs> yes, he's doing the same move. Yeah. I'm being mean, but I, I just I think hey, I'm just. You I don't sound know. like a fan. You sound like fun. So you I cares? am a fan. And I like games. him. We gotta play these games. At Let's play these free. Well, that's games. why we're talking about it, right? Yeah, we gotta that play is. these stupid games. Then leave. All right, we're gonna play some games. You ready? I love playing games. Okay, so the way this works, this is uh, what is this one? Predictive text. We're movie gonna do review. predictive text movie. movie with them. Dom, explain it. Predictive text movie with you is a game where you take out your phone. And you Venmo me three hundred dollars. It's a game we play with all our guests. Yeah, it's it's a everyone does this. Thing that Very everyone fun does. improv game. Uh, where okay, you you take out your thing. You open up any sort of text based. You know, you can open up Facebook chat. You can go to my Facebook chat if you want. And you type in the name of the movie, and then you use your three Which options. Is glass. Glass. You use your three options of your predictive text to f- form a sentence about the movie until it's a complete thought, and then that is your phone's review of this film. Does that make sense? Hmm. Uh, Jamie, kick it off. All right, so I wanted to keep it at my it was okay. like four words. First one. Glass is the problem. 
Damn. <laughs> Damn. So true. It is. And is then, everything that's wrong? And wow. then I just kept going to see where it would Where go. did we end up? What, what we ended up with is glass is the problem and we need some good food to eat for the weekend. I mean, it's so true, dude. <laughs> so true. <laughs> some movie food, Damn. right? Some good movie food. Mine is, um, glass is so much like a full body of a beer or something. Like a full body of beer. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, I don't, what, I don't know what to say. It's very bloated. Yeah. <laughs> full body. It's the full body of a yeah. beer. Uh, glass in the morning. The best way to reach out to you. Oh, come on. <laughs> Again, with Tim's. Tim's are historically very schedule and logistical what? based. No, it's, I think it's fun to, 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 to uh, just throw glass on people in the morning. It's just the best way to get noticed. <laughs> God damn, man. Today's been a weird one. That's all right, pal. Hey, man. Um, now I, we're going to do like it. I like We're going to move on to our final and best game, Three-Headed Critic. Good. Where we go in a row, you can assume, improv game, and we just say one word at a time until we have a complete review of the, the movie. movie. It could be like, it's just a sentence, a good, nice sentence about we it. We want to do speed round. So yes. no more than like two seconds of thinking about a word. Great. We just go. It's not, it's, sometimes right. it's awful, sometimes it's great. Go. Right. Starting with me. Mm. When Bruce Willis said, Joseph, <laughs> I... Screamed. Wow. Joseph. Is. His. Son. (laughs) (laughs) Period. I like that one. When Bruce Willis said Joseph, I screamed, wow. Joseph is his son. I'm actually, I literally was thinking about the scene when he comes in. Wow. <laughs> That's his son. That's his son. Why is that actually funny? I love that one, it's dude. great to imagine yeah. the dude that like that's his takeaway. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Can you believe that? Yeah. The two were related that whole time. The Philadelphia I, I will Inquirer. give the film that credit actually. Yeah. The actor that came back I know. Was so it cool. was spooky That was too. fun. Yeah. That freaked me out. He was good. Yeah he was actually surprisingly I think he's actually good. pretty good. Yeah he's good. Is it Lucius right from Gladiator as well I think? Oh I don't know. Is I think, he? I think it's young the Lucius uh, from Gladiator. I've never seen Gladiator. I know. I don't know how. I figured it out, though. Yeah. Are we... That's it. Yeah. Goodbye. That was fun. <laughs> Thank you very much, Jamie. Yeah. Thank you for doing on. this, Thanks Jamie. for having me on. What's that? Plug? Plugs? Uh, I don't know. If you search my name, you might find something. Yeah, <laughs> type in Jamie Costa. Do you have a Twitter, Instagram? I have I have all of them. What's, your, what's your handle? Costa Jane's on the Twit. And then, uh, <laughs> why did you look at me with twinkly I don't eyes? Know, it just sounded funny. <laughs> Cast the James, James on, on the twit. twit. Um, and then he looked at me like with like, a spark uh, in his soul. And yeah, Jamie Cos on anything Instagram, Facebook. Good. That's him. Good, good. Sounds YouTube. Good. Yep. All right, guys. Hell yeah. Uh, hey, if you like what you're here, here's www.patreon.com slash reasonablebeef. Give it you can. Throwing us beef comes out this weekend. Beef. Look up for that. It's our Game of Thrones beef discussion show. Game of Thrones. Yeah, we're doing season two this weekend. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, refresh. It'll be fun. All right, bye. Goodbye. Well, that sucked.